0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Come see your locally owned and operated Linton Glass for all your glass needs. No matter what glass you need to replace, you can count on Linton Glass. Call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at LintonGlass.com. Welcome in. Good to see you on this Tuesday morning. Uh, One that is, I guess, preceding, if you will, uh, some significant weather tomorrow. So real quick, by the way, I'm Michael Borky. Thank you so much for tuning in and making the show a part of your day. Um, Tomorrow, so I looked at a couple of weather models And stuff like that. I'm not a meteorologist. More so just looking at websites and stuff where people tell you what's going to happen. And if you are in uh, the landmass between Alabama and Louisiana, or as we learned yesterday, the orange shaded area, um, it it could get really ugly for you tomorrow. Uh, We are anticipating a potential pretty significant weather day, uh, tornado-style kind of day and uh so just be safe keep an eye out get your safe plan ready and stuff like that um when these kind of things happen uh, we turn the radio show basically into an information show where that's all we do is we give where the warnings are and stuff like that i I get all the websites up or and everything we just kind of relay information uh to the listeners of the show and uh Last year, um, I can joke about it now because luckily this storm in particular didn't uh, cause any uh, fatalities. But um, there was one in particular, a storm that was moving a tornado across the state last year when I had to do this. And it was in a region of the state that I am not very familiar with. And I, I got every single town name wrong I swear I mean I didn't get one right and even the ones that I know how to say I still would say wrong because you guys know in Mississippi we have things that are spelt a certain way but aren't said that certain way and I mean I I was getting roasted (laughs) by our listeners because I'm trying to tell people where this storm is and I'm saying all these little towns wrong it was just that, that was a tough day. That that was not my uh, my finest hour, but um, just keep an eye out. Uh, this uh, It's possibly going to get ugly uh, tomorrow, so please be safe. Please be careful, and um, it's probably what I'm going to be doing on the radio show tomorrow is uh, putting the weatherman hat on again and uh, trying to keep everybody safe. So aside from that, welcome in. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget a couple of things before we get started because today I'm talking quarterbacks. Uh, Jameis Winston inked a new deal with the Saints last night. So now we know there's no more Russell Wilson. As excited as I got about that, there's no more Russell Wilson in this conversation. It's Jameis, it's Taysom, who you got, who should be the starting quarterback of the Saints. And I think that everybody talking about the the competition, um, I I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. So we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. I do want to remind you, though, if you're watching on stream, uh, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just search my name. That name right there, Michael Borky. Subscribe on YouTube and ring that notification bell so you can see every time this goes live and also anytime there's a new upload posted on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, Mike in the Morning, uh, on iTunes, you got to still search Michael Borky on Spotify, whatever. That's how you got to do it. Uh, Hit that subscribe button, leave a rating and a review on that. And of course, follow me on all the social media channels. I'm everywhere except for TikTok. Haven't uh, haven't dove into that yet. I also don't use Instagram, really. I've got one, but I haven't touched it in like a year. All right, here we go. So the bracket challenge, by the way, I told you yesterday that I was going to get it up. It is now officially up. Um, if you're on Twitter, you can find uh, the link to the group on Twitter. Uh, we'll tweet it again today, tomorrow, uh, because the tournament starts Thursday. So we've got two more days to get this out there for you. We've got uh, a pretty significant prize pack for you when it comes to who, if you win the bracket challenge, if you have the best bracket in our group, you will get a two night stay at the Pearl River Resort. You'll get two rounds of golf dinner at Philip M's on us uh, and more into this prize package. So if you have the best bracket in our tournament challenge, you win all of that on us. So here's how you do it. You search, uh, Sports Talk Mississippi. Pretty simple. The name of our radio show, Sports Talk Mississippi. And the group password, you got to enter a password, is STM Radio. STM Radio is the password. Uh, join our bracket group. Submit a bracket. If you win, two nights, two rounds of golf, dinner on us and more from the Pearl River Resort. Um, and we're doing, we have to do the password this year because I kept the group wide open last year. And our top three brackets were people that just auto joined a bunch of groups and submitted brackets and hopes to win these challenges. Not doing that this year. You've got to follow us. You got to listen to us to make that happen. Um, and we're doing that this year. So Sports Talk Mississippi on ESPN's Bracket Challenge. ESPN's Bracket Challenge. Sports Talk Mississippi uh, is the group name and the password again. STM Radio. No spaces. STM Radio. Join the bracket challenge. Beat Richard Cross, even though that won't be that hard for you to do. All right. Topic of the show today, the quarterback position in New Orleans. We've got some clarity now. It doesn't sound like Russell Wilson is a – it was never a possibility anyway. I wanted it to be. I wanted them to give some kind of godfather offer to the Seahawks to get Russell Wilson, but it turns out, they're going to ride with their two guys. Jameis Winston inked a new deal with the Saints last night. It's a one-year deal. Like I said yesterday, very similar to that of what Cam Newton got to remain with the Patriots for one year. Uh, five and a half million guaranteed, but the salary is like a million bucks. Yeah, it's a million-dollar salary. Four and a half million dollars worth of signing bonus. Up to seven million dollars in incentives. playtime stats, wins, stuff like that. Um There's voidable years in this one as well, and I believe that's to spread out that signing bonus. So his cap hit this year is like $2.5 so basically nothing. Uh, It's a smart deal. It's a good deal. It's the one that yesterday, if you listened to this yesterday, I said that they should give him, was an incentive-laden deal very similar to what Cam Newton got. And everybody's calling it a competition right now. And that's really what I wanted to talk about today. Because like I said earlier, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills on this deal. I, I feel like I am like the only person that is unwilling to call this an actual competition. I think it is obvious. Or don't you think it's obvious that you don't bring James Winston back if you believe that Taysom Hill is your guy? I mean, why even waste your time with... Your salary cap issues that you're navigating just fine, but like you had to let Trey Hendrickson walk yesterday. He signed with the Bengals. I think he signed for a lot more money than he's actually worth, but Trey Hendrickson is gone. Janoris Jenkins is gone. Jared Cook is gone. Quan Alexander has gone. So guys that maybe you could have found a way to keep on your roster – you have let go in part because you needed to pay Jameis to come back. If you knew that Taysom Hill was your guy, you wouldn't have brought back Jameis Winston. You would roll with Taysom Hill and you would draft like Kyle Trask in the third round to be a backup or whatever or something like that. And you would move on. I, like, I mean, I saw somebody last night that covers the Saints that say, oh, it's 60 40 Jameis. I, somebody on Fox Sports Radio this morning said, that um, the deal doesn't make any sense for Jameis, and it doesn't make any sense for the Saints because Taysom Hill last year in Breeze's absence was electric. Like, did I watch a different season than than you guys did? Do I do I watch a different sport? Wh- where is that coming from? Electric. We don't need to overthink this. Everybody's overthinking the Taysom Hill thing with the Saints, and it, 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 we're we're so far deep into this rabbit hole of things that don't exist. The Saints brought back Jameis Winston to start. They brought him back to start. He chose the Saints over the Chicago Bears, who were suitors for his services because he picked the better team for him to start on and win games. If you were not going to start in New Orleans, you take your shot in Chicago. It was reported last night that uh The Saints were not the only team that wanted to bring Jameis Winston back. That The Chicago Bears, um, this is Jeremy Fowler from ESPN. Uh, The the Chicago Bears were in talks with Jameis. They were suitors for his services, but he chose New Orleans. He did not not choose New Orleans to sit behind Taysom Hill. And on top of that, he's an actual quarterback. Yes, there were a lot of interceptions in his last year in Tampa, but he's a real quarterback. Not a 30-year-old gadget player. Uh, I mean, what am I missing here? Of course the team is going to call it a competition. Sean Payton clearly very much respects Taysom Hill. You signed Jameis Winston to be your starting quarterback. I- isn't that obvious? On top of the fact that he's better suited for the position, I mean, Taysom Hill hasn't started as a quarterback since his senior year in college years ago, and he wasn't very good at it. And since then, he's barely thrown any passes in the NFL at all. And when he did, they're not very good. And when he started for Breeze in his absence, he wasn't very good. This isn't a Teddy Bridgewater situation from last year. This isn't that. Teddy Bridgewater, well aside from the Dallas game where they kicked four field goals and somehow won, he showed you that he was a capable NFL quarterback. That sample size led him to getting a contract with Carolina that they're trying to get out of because they're insane. They think quarterback's their problem on that roster. Um, but, But this is completely different. He was not electric. The offense was hard to watch. It was uh, on a team filled with weapons, with Kamara and, and Michael Thomas, who was battling injury, but Emmanuel Sanders and that group of wide receivers in that offensive line, the offense was horrendous. And they lost to the Eagles, who was playing their backup quarterback because they couldn't score. What we saw last year was a clear and obvious example of a guy that cannot play quarterback in the NFL. And this isn't college. Like, he's 30 years old. If he was a true freshman last year, if he was 18 years old, yeah, maybe you work on some development. But you can't be developing 30-year-old gadget players to be your quarterback in the NFL. You're going to get buried. It's never made any sense, and it doesn't make any sense. Everybody's overthinking this deal. Jameis Winston just signed with the Saints last night on an incentive-laden deal to be their starting quarterback. Jameis Winston is going to be the Saints starting quarterback. If, if I'm wrong on that, then I'll eat crow right here on this live stream and on the radio show. I will do that. But I, it's like everybody's calling this a competition. It may be on the surface. But Drew Brees didn't go to Jameis Winston on the sideline when they were losing to the Bucs in the playoffs and point to him and say this is your team without knowing that it's his team. I just, I don't understand it. And, and besides, Taysom Hill's role is perfect for him anyway. He's a hell of an athlete. I mean, he can do so many things well, except for play the quarterback position. His role is perfect for him. Flex, wildcat quarterback at times. He can catch passes. He can do some nice things in space. He can cover kicks, stuff like that. There, I don't know how anybody at all watched that team last year when Drew Brees was out and saw what Taysom Hill did and thought, that's our guy. That's a guy that's going to win playoff games. That's a guy that's going to win the NFC South again. That's a guy that I want to hitch my wagon to. And I'm not saying Jameis is that guy either. That's why this deal is perfect for the team. It's a one-year prove-it contract. That's what this is. You prove it. It's filled with incentives. It's cheap, but it's filled with incentives. And if you perform well... They'll give him a big deal after this year, but it's a prove-it contract. It makes sense for everybody involved. It makes sense for Jameis to take this instead of Chicago because this roster is better than that of the one that he would be quarterbacking in Chicago. It makes sense for the team because committing long-term to Jameis would also be a mistake. He threw for 5,000 yards his last time as a starting quarterback, but also 30 interceptions. Um, So you don't want to commit to that long-term unless you know that he has gotten that turnover bug out of his system. It makes sense for every party here, everybody involved. What does not make sense is calling it a competition. What does not make sense is saying that Taysom Hill ran an electric offense last year. What doesn't make sense at all is bringing Jameis back just to start somebody else. None of this makes any sense when you're looking at it through the lens of apparently everybody else's eyes. It's really this simple. Taysom Hill's going to stay in his role. They might give him a shot in training camp, but he's going to stay in his role. He's going to line up at tight end. He's going to play flex. He'll do some wildcat stuff at times. He'll cover kicks and he'll try to block punts. That's what he's going to do. And the real quarterback is, The guy that can actually play the position and knows how to do it and has done it will be the quarterback, and we'll see if he can prove it to make it a long-term situation. That's what's going to happen. Occam's razor, right? The thing that takes the least amount of explaining is the most likely correct answer. They signed a 5,000-yard passer to play quarterback for them. And the guy that's been a gadget player for four years, is gonna stay a gadget player. It's that simple. I mean, you've got all these people today that are gonna go into like in depth analysis, Jameis versus Taysom. And you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. This is the e- this is an easy decision. Completely, just completely wasting your time on this. <sighs> I've talked to a lot of uh, a lot of Saints fans over the last few weeks that are really, really, really. Uncomfortable um, uh, with the idea of Jameis Winston being their quarterback. I understand where that's coming from. I, I really do. I, I mean, on top of you know the history of off the field stuff, a lot of people are uncomfortable with that. I mean, going from uh, Drew Brees, whose I mean worst off the field thing he's done was saying something about the national anthem. Uh, to go from that to a guy with a legal history, um, the way Jameis has, is not sitting well with people. I understand that. There, there's also something to be said about culture as well. I mean, he's stepping into a locker room that uh, won't put up with that kind of stuff, even if it was still there. And word is he, he went over the locker room last year anyway, has really started to grow up and and act like a professional. So we'll see. But I, I hear you if you're uncomfortable with uh, the team committing to him. But like I said, it's a prove-it deal. It's a one-year thing. If this doesn't work, then it's just one year. So what? You can move on. You can draft a quarterback or, or something like that. Uh, but it sounds like, unfortunately, it feels like the Russell Wilson situation is uh, it's not going to happen. Breaks my heart. It, I, I wanted to see him in black and gold so bad. I wanted Russell Wilson to be in New Orleans so bad, but I guess I have to uh, swallow my pride and uh, and take some antacids and watch Jameis Winston <laughs> watch Jameis Winston play quarterback every Sunday. Um, but it makes more sense. It's the obvious answer. I don't know where any of this is coming from. I don't know where the the competition thing is coming from. It is obvious. It, it's. Very similar to Breeze retiring. I mean, accepting a job with a- a- NBC before the season started, and then everything that happened during that loss to the Bucks, where he told Jameis, It's your team now. And then he looked back at the stadium on the way off the field, and then had that moment with Brady and his kids on the field, and then took a $24 million pay cut to help his team against the cap. I mean, he was retiring. Like I said yesterday, no amount of Florio uh, clickbait articles were, were going to tell you otherwise. Same thing here. The most obvious answer is the quarterback is going to play quarterback, and the gadget player, who's in his 30s, is going to continue to be a gadget player. Anything other than that I think is crazy, but, uh, but that's just me. We also had news here in the state of Mississippi last night. Uh, we'll spend a lot more time on this on the radio show. Uh, because to to tell you the truth, um, I'm not well versed in the interworkings of SEC women's basketball. It's just not something that i've uh, I've really uh, dived deep into. But you had uh, Mississippi State women and Ole Miss women both make news for separate reasons last night. So the NIT was released yesterday. We had uh, the regular bracket for the women's team get announced. Neither Ole Miss nor Mississippi State were on it. Mississippi State, for the first time since 2013, um, not playing postseason basketball. But, I mean, what we're going to talk more about today is the fact that in one year, in one year, they've gone from under Vic Schaefer, I mean, Final Four contender. I I mean, Probably should have won a national championship, Uh, a team that was a mainstay in hosting NCAA tournament games, nationally ranked one of the best teams in the SEC for years. It's what it became. That program became a machine, and the fans were completely bought in. And it went from that to not making the tournament in, in a year. And, of course, there's going to be some natural regression when you go from the greatest coach in your program's history to the next person. It's going to happen for Alabama football. Regardless of who takes over for Nick Saban, they're not going to be Nick Saban. If it's Mario Cristobal, they're going to take a step back. They're still going to be really freaking good, though. Regardless of who replaces Nick Saban, Alabama football is still going to be very, very good. Not that good, but still very good. But here in this case, Mississippi State women's basketball was a machine one of the best programs in the country, one of the most respected programs in the country, churning out players to the professional level. And in one year, they went from that to not making the tournament in one year. How does that happen? And they rejected the invitation to the NIT. So they were going to be an NIT team, probably a one seed. And they rejected that invitation. There's uh you know, according to some people I talked to, there's going to be a, um, a potential roster exodus. I mean, that's something that apparently is, is possible. The last NCAA tournament that happened, Mississippi State was a one seed. And now here they are. And then on the other side, Ole Mrs. Women last year, Didn't win an SEC game, and now they're on the same level as Mississippi State. It's like two ships that have been passing in the night. Right this year, State's women were were going; their trajectory is going down as a program. Ole Miss women, they're going up as a program, and right now they're passing each other. They're port to starboard right now, passing each other in the night. One program is going in a positive direction. One program is recruiting very well, and there's momentum, and the fans are still engaged and they're going in the positive direction and in Starkville it's the exact opposite and I can't tell you the number of people that we've heard from believe it or not on the radio show that are that are very upset with the current status of their women's basketball program and uh, last night underscored why so we'll talk about that a lot more this afternoon Uh, again with with, you know somebody that uh, is more versed in the subject matter than I am but that's what's going on here, though. I mean, that's obvious to anybody, even me, my untrained eye. One program is doing this. another program is doing this. And currently being in the same position right now in terms of the NCAA tournament and the first four teams out, um, they are clearly passing each other in the night. That's what's going on here. They're side by side right now, but the trajectories are completely different. How did this happen? We'll talk about that uh, later, later on today on the radio show. You also had news that uh, Old Miss baseball uh, was supposed to play two midweek games with uh, Louisiana Tech. They canceled tomorrow's. They're going to play tonight, but not play tomorrow. And they had a positive pop up uh, on the pitching staff, and they're having to do contact tracing and all that stuff. So they're comfortable playing today, but don't think they have the pitching depth to play tomorrow and then turn around and play Friday and on the weekend. So they decided to cancel tomorrow's game to try to keep as many arms necessary uh, to play an actual series coming up this weekend against Auburn. On top of that, like I said, the weather is going to be just brutal Uh, tomorrow. I mean, tornado-type weather is coming to the state tomorrow, and having those guys traveling, probably not the best idea anyway. Um Mike Bianco on the radio show yesterday didn't seem overly concerned uh, about this one positive. Um, Didn't seem concerned at all, if we're being honest. So uh, that's good news. And uh, we'll keep an eye on that uh, as well and keep you updated. So that's it for me. Again, I think it's obvious. I think I'm taking crazy pills here. One guy is, is an actual quarterback that has done it in the NFL successfully with some turnovers. And the other guy's a gadget player who's in his 30s. It's quite obvious what the answer is going to be. Let's not outthink the room. Taysom Hill is not going to be the starting quarterback for the Saints. It's Jameis. That's why they brought him back. Really that simple. So y'all enjoy the rest of your day. Be safe tomorrow, please. I will be back tomorrow at 8 a.m. Um, but please be safe. Be careful out there. Listen to the radio show this afternoon. And uh, I'll talk to you again tomorrow morning at 8